<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. From the newsroom to the nursery. We're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are Anchor Moms. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. So glad you're with us. We have a very special guest today with us. We have Jen Pachano from Cleveland. Welcome, Jen. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. So you, I mean, I, I would go through your bio, but I feel like you have so many jobs and titles <laughs> and positions and things on your plate that it would, it would take half of the podcast. But basically, in summary, <laughs> you, you work for a TV station there. You do cooking segments. You do a podcast. You do a food show. You're also a radio host, and you're starting mm-hmm. another podcast. Yeah, you're busy. I am. Well, my most important job title is mom. Well, I was just going to say three- that. You, she forgot one important thing. You yes. have three kids. On top kids. of all of that. You have yeah. three kids. Yeah. I do. I have three daughters. I have an 11-year-old, a 9-year-old, and a 5-year-old uh, girls. Uh, and yes, they they have watched me kind of, you know, equal parts lose my mind and really come into my own the last couple of years. So, And I like to say I have dual citizenship because I work for two different corporations. I work for iHeartMedia as a radio host Monday through Friday during Monday morning drive. Um, and actually, I co-host with uh, a guy who was a an anchor with us oh. uh, on TV. So I know him from TV, although he was a dual citizen, like I said, for a while when we worked together. Um, and yet I do consumer reporting and um, special projects and then all the food and restaurant stuff and our really cool true crime podcast which is a blast to work on over um at cbs 19. wow that's awesome mm-hmm. i mean yeah. How, yeah, so do you do you what when I, i'm sorry do you have more hours in your day than i do like i'm just trying to figure <laughs> out how you get all this done I do a lot of things simultaneously mm. i will say i'm like I, i've always described myself as a plate spinner um, and I will be, you know, I, I wake up at four ish in the morning and then come into the radio station and do that from about five or five thirty until 10 AM. And then I switch gears and I do TV, um, in the afternoon, about three or four days of the week. And I don't sleep a whole lot. No, I don't. I wow. do carpool and, um, other stuff too, but yeah, I have to do a bunch of things at once. You just have to mm-hmm. multicast. You just make it work. And I do think as I've gotten older and, you know, when you have kids and you're working, you figure out how to do things so much faster, I feel like. Efficiently, yes. Yes. If you don't do this efficiently, you're you're not going to survive in my household. Like, my kids have all learned, like, we need to move. And when mom says it's time to go, it's time to go. You don't get six six reminders to put your shoes on. She's walk, she's walking out the door and driving down the driveway. So you can, you know, you can get in the car with your shoes on or off. I don't care, but we're leaving. So <laughs> I like it. It sounds like it works. Um, so we have a couple questions for you. First off, yeah. if you weren't in news slash media, what would you be doing instead? So a lot of people, because I've done um, food journalism and I did you know food blog and stuff for for years, I've always said, oh, did you want to like start a restaurant or something? No, I, I know that I couldn't 
I don't have the skill set for that. No, no, not at all. But I do love to entertain and I've learned so much through my, um, like my work with all the chefs and restaurants in town. So maybe catering or um, a cookbook author, because I have learned how to do some of that. I have had a couple of recipes published um, in a cookbook and stuff. And I thought that might be fun to like team up and be a co-author on a cookbook series. I mean, I feel like in knowing you only five minutes, I feel like you might still do that even on top of everything you're already <laughs> doing. So, you know. I mean, I mean, I have, they have started something like that. Uh, already, yeah, so. It's already in the works. It's coming out, coming out yeah. for Christmas, right? Yeah. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So what's the craziest thing that's happened to you in this business? So, I mean, I did um, GA, general assignment reporting for, mm-hmm. you know, a dozen years. I've been in the business for 20 years. So I did a lot of live shots um, coming up. Uh, and I think one of them has to be, I did live shots on Sunday mornings during football season ah. at what we call what we call the Muni lot, which is the municipal lot where all the like crazy tailgating happens and people are like you know, drinking and whatnot at the wee hours in the morning. And so some guy actually kissed me on live <gasps> what? TV during what? a live show. Wait, wait, wait. Like <laughs> yeah. on the lips, yeah. on the cheek? Like what are we talking no, about? No, 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 on the cheek. I was facing, I was doing the live shot and I was interviewing him because he was, you know, one of the first people to arrive to tailgate and get ready. And he was, you know, drunk and felt uh, like, I don't know if he felt a vibe he thought I was giving off. I'm not sure, but <laughs> he was real excited and he gave me, yeah, on the cheek, not on the lips, thank God. That was like a funny one where I was like, what do you do? You have to just, like, you want to punch him, but right. you can't right. really you have do to that let, on television. Let it go, yeah. Right. And then I would say on like the opposite side of that spectrum, um, in 2016, Cleveland was host to the um, Republican National Convention. Ooh, uh-huh. And I don't know if you remember, it was very, very tense. Um, and it was really, there was a lot going on and it was, I've never been scared to go to work oh. um, except for that week. Um, and we were issued not only personal bodyguards, like wow. each field crew, had a bodyguard we were given a gas mask a bulletproof vest and a helmet wow and i was sent and i was sent to cover oh protests I, I remember yeah. i covered you're reminding me in charlotte i come, covered the um democratic con, uh, national yeah. convention I, th- I guess it was 2012 mm-hmm. and i remember uh, it was not as this was before current politics so it was not right. as intense as what you were describing but they did call someone in to do like tactical training with us we did have gas yeah. masks and never came to it and i honestly at the time again this is before like the current divide uh you know across the country yeah. i remember being like huh should i be more concerned you know, yeah. should I be more concerned? Like, why are why are they doing gas masks? You know, it is interesting. That is those crazy. Sort of that must have been. Scary. I mean, just to have all of that given to you as a reporter in the field, I can't even imagine. Well, and we wore it. I mean, it was in. This was yeah. when Trump was was right. nominated. So I wore I wore the helmet and the bulletproof vest, and we walked with protesters. I walked seven miles that day. Wow. Um, oh my god. Wow. With a crew, um, and then on the opposite end of the week, look, that was crazy. By the end of the week it was proven like things kind of tensions were eased and I was reporting from the convention floor and it was such a different environment where it was like fanfare and excitement and enthusiasm as opposed to what was happening outside. It was a very weird and exciting week. Um, But I mean, yeah, it was, it it was intense for sure. And that to me will always be a crazy thing. They're like, you're doing what it works today. (laughs) Absolutely. Not, not exactly what you signed up for. Right. Like not when you envision, you know, when you thought about being a reporter as like a kid. Yeah. 
Right, exactly. Well, on a, on a lighter note, um, is there a product, <laughs> a fun thing that you are obsessed with right now, or even a show, a podcast, anything? Uh, I will have. I would have to say the app House right now because um, you know what it is H O U Z Z. Uh huh. Because my yes. husband, yeah, my husband and I just bought a house and we're going to do this massive remodel. Oh. And neither oh of us have ever done anything like this before. <laughs> so we're like, what do we do? So the, the, I think I have heard of this. So this is like you get ideas for like how to how to renovate, how to decorate, like all those things. Products, right? right? Yes. It's like Pinterest kind of, yes. but like for, for, so like we literally have different idea books for the exterior and for the gutters and for the kitchen layout and for, you know, landscaping wow. and pantry. Like, like I, I love to cook obviously. And so I get to like basically redesign my dream kitchen and I, I'm like a kid in a candy store. So we have been, I've been spending a, an obscene amount of time on that particular app lately. I love um, it. But getting, yeah, getting excited. I think it's a healthy obsession, right? No, yeah. I mean, that's way better than any, <laughs> most other apps, I would say. Yeah. It sounds like, and it sounds like a fun project as well. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It'll be fun. It'll um, be fun for sure. So okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So the first article, and I thought maybe, Jen, you'd have some thoughts on this, because uh, so... My oldest is seven, and Katie's Katie's is uh, almost. She's almost five. Almost five. Four. Almost yeah. five. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So ours are a little bit younger than yours, but the article is titled "Why the Sleep Under Is the New Sleep Over," and this is from Scary Mommy. So basically, the author talks about you know sleepovers can be scary. A lot of kids try to do one and then don't make it through the night. There's a lot of drama. You feel bad. You have to call your mom to come get you. Yada yada yada. Right. Um, so the idea with this is, and I'd never heard of this. The sleep under is when you go to someone's house. You do all the things. You put on your pajamas. You watch a movie. You eat popcorn. You talk, but you get purposefully scheduled, picked up before you actually fall asleep. So um, I kind of think it's a good idea because I've been ner- – I mean, we haven't done any sleepovers yet, and I've honestly been a little bit nervous about getting to that age where we were going to start them. But this feels much safer. <laughs> no, I mean, me, I agree. Yeah. When this for you? Is, yeah, for, for everybody. Yeah, I, yeah. I got to be honest. I was, like, one of those kids who never wanted to do a sleepover anyway. Like, that, I always wanted to, like, oh. sleep in my own bed. But um, – the person who is writing this is a trauma and attachment therapist, and she just talks oh. about, you know, like, according to the CDC, one in four girls and one in three boys experience childhood sexual abuse. Um, 91 of the, those, 91% of those cases are some from somebody the family knows. 33 of them occur at the hands of a minor. So I think basically this writer is talking about how you know, sleepovers are kind of like a particularly vulnerable setting for that kind of thing. Um, I also, you know, it's just hard for me. Again, River's almost five, and so we're a couple of years away, I think, from the potential for some sleepovers. It's just hard for me to imagine. I'd have to know the parents, I think, really well. The other thing I think of, and this is, like, for sure the reporter in me, like, what's the status of, like, guns in your house? Like, that would be another conversation. Like, do you have guns in your house? Are they locked up? Are they in an appropriate location? Like, 
I just surrendering your surrendering your kid to other people for that vast amount of time, especially when you know some of it's going to be unsupervised, right? Because it's you're, right. they're sleeping over, right? Remember mm-hmm. what you did at sleepovers? Like you know, I, I seriously <laughs> right. like you stay up all night, you like do Talk. crazy things, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. And I, it's funny, are sleepovers, do people still have sleepovers? Is I it think still so. a thing? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I do. Okay. I like this. You, you made a good point. So like at 11 and nine, uh-huh. you know, they've definitely had sleepovers and we, we started to dip into sleepover territory with family first. Yeah. So uh, like okay. they were sleeping over. So there's, there's not an attachment issue necessarily. So like they've slept over at grandma's and grandpa's house sure. and aunts and uncle's houses since they were quite young. So they, my kids never had that. Like, I can't be away from home overnight situation. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's true. But I do. So, I mean, if, if you are going to dip into that territory, I think that would be the first thing that you could do to kind of get past the, the attachment issue. But I, I do like this idea for the purposes of including kids and families that we aren't close with. So yeah. like my middle daughter is she is makes a fast friend of everybody and she'll come home and be like, I want to have a play date with so-and-so. And I'm like, I don't Ooh. know those people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right yeah. I don't know those people. So I wouldn't feel comfortable having them at our house and I wouldn't be comfortable sending you to their house. And it, it's funny. I did get a note from like one of my daughter's at preschool, like in their little mailbox from a mom saying, you know, so-and-so talks about your daughter all the time. I'd love to have her over for a play date. And I was like, all right, you know, they're vetted because they're, you know, because of the school we go to. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so I was okay with that. But she texted me and said, I didn't even ask. She said, um, she asked about allergies yeah. and then she told me there were no weapons in the house. Yeah. And oh, I was like, I, well, I remember being like, oh yeah. my God, why yeah. is she telling me this? But at the same time, I was like, oh my God, should I have asked that? I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I felt a little bad, but I do. I do want to include um, in in birthday parties, for instance, as many children as my daughters um, want to. And so for that purpose, I would consider that, you know, like to your point, you're surrendering your children. Overnight, it's different. You might know the mom, but you've never met the dad. Or the older brother, the siblings, whoever. And so, and let me tell you, when they come home from a traditional sleepover, they are... Uh, they're absolute garbage the next day. Like they're crabby. <laughs> yeah. They're miserable. Like you pay the price for their good time. Right. So I, I kind yeah. of feel like everybody wins with this idea, at least when they're young um, or, or if they're not real, if they're not real established friends, if you don't know the family and how they run their household. Um, I think that's a, a really cool way to, you know, enter into that territory. Yeah. So what, what age did you, would you say your kids started doing friend sleepovers? So I think my, um, my middle daughter wanted a sleepover for her birthday when she turned eight. Okay. And okay. that was, and I remember getting text messages from some of the moms saying, oh, this will be her first sleepover. Mm-hmm. I hope it goes well, or I'm just going to pick her up. So there was, it was about half and half who said, we'll just pick them up before they go to bed. And the yeah. other half were like, no, it's fine. And of course those, those kids were like the third child. Like the first yeah, right, children yeah. were the ones, <laughs> right. those children were the ones that were picked up. And the third child were like, can't wait for her to be out of the house overnight. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, but eight years old was the first kind of like friend sleepover we hosted. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say and it was about that age, maybe a little bit younger with some close friends. Yeah. Um, that we were friends with the couple, for instance, right, and we right, were okay right. with that. We were okay with that. So, yeah. yeah and, and like I said, my kids have never had that issue because they slept at family, Relatives, you know, aunts, yeah. uncles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we were okay with that. 
Mom's the word. So I, Jen, F FYI, I just am I'm coming back from knee surgery. So this is kind of related to that. But um, sure. while while I was uh, right after I had it and was recovering, I had as actually my mother in law sent me um, something uh, to for you know because it was going to be difficult for us to do any meals. And it's called Spoonful of Comfort. Have you guys heard of this? Ooh, yes. No. Yes. It's, it's amazing. So it's this little, it's, you know, a company who sends a meal and you can pick, it's like uh, two different soups, a cookie, rolls. Um, I think there's like a serving utensil in it as well. Um, anyway, and it all comes in this really cute little box. Um, and it had like basically every single thing that it's packaged in is able to be reused for another purpose, which is great. Oh, nice. You're not like getting all these boxes and materials that you're then just throwing in the recycle or the garbage. Um, so uh, I think the idea of it is really great because it's something that you can, um, you know, use again. The boxes actually, you can turn them inside out and they have a design on them. So they're like oh, cute, cute boxes that like now my kids use for different toys or games or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, they want to put it in, but they're cute, right? They've got a little um, pattern on them. And then the food is really good. It is really like, good. Like it's really, really good. My sister, I had a hysterectomy last fall and my sister, what, I think, yeah, last fall sent me, um, sent me this. And I, yeah. it was like, yeah, it was soup and it was, what do you, what do you call it? The, the ladle. ladle. Uh -huh. yeah, 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 it was cute. And it was good. The soup was delicious. Comfort yeah. food yeah. when you yes. need that comfort. Yeah. So Let it's me not, say. It's not super cheap, but if you have a, somebody uh -huh. in your life who you need to, you know, send something to if they just, if they need a meal, spoonful of comfort. And I just like the whole idea around it. Yeah. That's tremendous. I'm happy. I'm happy that you found that. And I, let me just say that your injury is my number one reason why I do not engage in skiing with my husband. <laughs> because I am so terrified of that exact thing happening. Like my husband skis, he has introduced my daughters to skiing. And I was like, let this just be your thing. Let that be your thing with your daughters. Like it's yeah, hard to yeah. find things for, for dads to bond with yeah. daughters mm -hmm. on. That's true. And I you am, tear your I ACL, like, husband. Right, you tear I was your like, ACL, dude, yeah. Right. I don't want to spend a fortune freezing my butt off, trying not to hurt myself all day. Yeah, like, yeah. I just, You're this not does not appeal to me. And so then when I heard you say you hurt yourself skiing with your family, I was like, see, this, this is, this it. is I why know, I don't I know. ski. It is, it I, is. I felt so bad for you. I well, really did. it is what it is. But you know, it's funny. I have heard so many people here locally, like in my friend circle, who have also hurt themselves skiing and particularly tearing an ACL. Like literally I was right. walking somewhere the other day into a store and somebody said, Skiing injury, huh? I'm like, I, I don't even know this person, a total stranger. And I'm like, yep. I mean, it's so common right. that adults yeah. at our age, I think, do this. I don't know. It's kind of scary. And I, yeah. But anyway. Yeah, you're going to continue skiing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet. When I was meeting with the surgeon, I said, oh, I'd like to ski again someday. And my husband was like, really? Yeah, oh, right. We should that try that again. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, anyway. <laughs> Okay, our second article here um, comes from DailyMail.com, and this is a parenting coach. Um, 
advising folks to keep allowance and chores separate. So this parenting coach, she has like a whole thing. thing. I yeah. was like, whoa, this is super, this is, a, there has been a lot of thought put into this process. Um, so she gives her kids a weekly allowance, the same as their age. When they get to $100, she pays them $10 interest. When they get to $900, she pays them $90 in interest. And when they get to $1,000, which I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Uh, I was like, that's a lot of allowance. Uh, $100 interest. Um, she gives them only $10 on the next $100 after the $1,000. So just so you know, she's not paying out crazy amounts of interest forever. Um, the kids have to check in with her before buying something, and she'll explain what that means for, like, the balance. Like, she sort of keeps the money and keeps the balance and keeps the totals. Uh-huh. Um, she cashes the kids out when they're 15, so by the time they get jobs of their own, she lets them manage their own money. But she also Ooh. says this is the key part. The allowance and chores are separate because chores are just something you need to do. It's like your, like, it's like your responsibilities around the house are separate from – you know, actually earning money. Like this is this is the the responsibilities around the house are just something that you do. It's not something you earn money for. Like basically, like cleaning uh-huh. up after yourself. And she says right. that the allowance has helped her kids learn about money and how to manage it. And um, I think I mentioned this, but she has the final say in what they buy. And she says that after explaining how it will impact their balance, they frequently decide not to purchase the item. Mm-hmm. She has like a whole like. Oh, she keeps ledger. it all in a notebook. Yeah, yeah. It's like this a, like a full time job. I thought I the same thing. I was like, "Woman, how? What? I wonder what her, what her, what is her full time job? Do we know?" Okay, so my first question is, yeah. what makes somebody a parenting coach? Oh, like a yeah. life coach? Like, there's no license or certification for right, stuff yeah. like that. Like, because you deemed yourself a parenting coach. I mean, Jen, I we have a lot really of parenting coaches I, here. On I take moms. issue with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I hear you. Like, it is interesting how people come up with this so, stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. So, do you? I'm just curious, Jen. Do you do allowance for your girls, and is it related to or connected to chores? So, um, we do not do allowance um, okay. at this point. Um, but I do. I will toss them a bone, so to speak, when I like. When, okay, so when I have a thousand things to do in my life and I literally, I looked at my house the other day and I was like, I would rather put this house up for sale with all <laughs> contents inside than clean it up right now. Like yeah. that was where I was at. Mm-hmm. And so I said, and they were on spring break. And mm-hmm. I said, find an empty box and fill it up with stuff you're either going to give away or throw away. And I will give you $5 for every box you fill up. Oh, and nice. then okay. they, oh yeah, they were busy. I, I don't, I'm with her in that I don't consider cleaning up after yourself a chore. Like that's what you do as a responsible member right. of as the human. household. As a human, sure. But there, but right. But there are other like jobs that, that, I, that I would consider paying them for. Like, you know, like I said, like the, you know, Bigger cleaning things. out the basement or yeah bigger things like that but like you know clearing your place and loading the dishwasher like that's yeah. just being a member of the household so yeah. I, I don't do that yet and, and I and when they do earn money they are free to spend it on whatever they want if they blow it all on candy they're not going to have other you know money to buy other things that they want where I'm like yeah. I'm not buying you yeah. another pair of I, shoes you know I so, thought that was and, the one weird part about this article is it's kind of like if you're teaching your kids like how to be responsible with money if that's the point like I would say it's your money do with it as you you will and then when it's done Mm -hmm. it's done like that's part of learning about money right is like well yeah you bought that you know you bought those all that candy at that candy store so now you can't you can't buy the pair of shoes that you want to buy I thought that was interesting that you right 
but know. yeah, it feels like that should be part of the lesson, right? Is like, and then yeah. after a while, they <laughs> they blow their money you on something ridiculous, it. and then they're like, oh wait, that was dumb. Yeah. I like got five yeah. minutes of satisfaction out of that, and now I have nothing. Right, <laughs> right, nothing. right. We do. We did let our eleven year old start a business. Oh, um, oh. and she, we helped her with it and with like the initial seed money, and I helped her like in reaching out to customers because she doesn't have a phone and she doesn't have social media. Mm-hmm. And that's basically how, and, and, and frankly, I'm not letting her go door to door at this right. point, you right. know, by herself. Right. So like we had to help her with stuff like that. Um, but we told, and, and then I managed it with her via Venmo. So I uh-huh. started a Venmo account like in her name and then, so people could pay me and I would put it in her Venmo What's account. What's the business? Um, so she um she decorates um a neighbor's yards with american flags on on patriotic holidays oh, that's, that's a great, a great idea. idea yeah yeah so she puts that she got the idea from an, a friend who lives in a different town who does the same thing so they kind of bond over that but so she places them and then takes them out like for like the week of these different holidays and we told her we're like we're not we you she found out that like landscapers and dogs and other things tend to like you know damage or ruin some yeah. of them so she has to use some of the money she's earned to replenish her inventory. Ah, so uh-huh. we were talking about like this season, hey, look, we're not giving you any more money for this. You have X amount of dollars in this Venmo account. You need to allocate some of those funds to Keeping replenish your business. inventory. Yeah. yeah, so you can keep up the business. Um, she didn't really like that uh, <laughs> idea, but but my husband uh, was like, no, no, this is what's happening here, you know? So, yeah, um, yeah. so you know, we kind of, because when we were kids, you know, like he had two paper routes when he was a kid mm-hmm, and yeah, mm-hmm. was able, you know, he wanted a fancy pair of sneakers. He got them because he was able to do that. We don't really live in the neighborhood and in a time where right. she can do stuff like that yet. Mm-hmm. So um, we wanted to find a way to help her earn money and manage money, you know, but I, I'm with you in that. If you're going to, if you want them to learn a lesson about spending money, yeah. let them spend the money where they want, right. you know, no, I figured agree. out yeah. real soon. <laughs> we um it's funny we have chore charts like on our fridge that they're supposed to oh, do good. you know and all of them have their own and they've got you know make my bed all the things um and I looked at the fridge the other day and my son said misspelled of course but said do everything oh yeah I was like wow he's, like he feels as he though feels, he's doing everything. he feels a lot he feels like he's doing every single thing in the and often like I'll ask him to do you know you, you do uh, can you help me unload the dishwasher okay and then I ask him to do one more thing and he's like I just did something <laughs> like I thought I was done for the day like and I want to be like dude do you know how many things I'm doing every day like it yeah. never stops it never just stops it. so apparently he's like no do everything Yep. Do well. Thank God he's there to to keep the household. Afloat, yeah. You know? If only he did do everything, that would be nice. <laughs> uh, but in his mind, he does. Anyway, I, it's an interesting discussion. You know, I was always raised on yeah. you do your chores every week. You get this allowance. This is just how it works. But I do I do see some of the benefits of kind of keeping them separate and saying, look, yeah. like you just got to pitch in. But then you're just giving them an allowance just to give them an allowance. I mean, right? Like they're just well, getting- but they have to do like you have to like make sure like you've done X Y Z every day. And I, like at least in our house, I mean, they're sweeping the floors. They're doing the Dishes. But like she's saying, like she's not giving them money for the chores; she just gives them money. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like the potato, again. potato. You're giving them money, and they do, and they have to do the chores. Like, isn't it? It's all. Yeah, I think it's or, just like, how you, you know phrase I mean? it. Right. Like, I think it's, it's all about right. like sure. You know. Anyway, I think it's I think it's something from like what how we were grow- 
how, right. how it was handled when we were growing up versus kind of a I different I did not idea get now. an allowance. I had to do chores, I got to tell you, and I did not get an allowance. And I can tell you, like, the minute I turned, like, 15 in Western Pennsylvania, I was, like, get, Ready I got a job. Because I was, like, yeah. I want to buy, you know, me. I, like, I want to buy clothes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I need clothes, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, I, seriously, that's what, I, like, all my money went to. So, I don't, I think it's interesting. Yeah. I haven't thought yeah. about whether or not we're going to give River I feel like Brian will want to give River an allowance. He's like I very, like he's like very, that. like by the book dad. Yeah, so, yeah. win of the week. So Jen, do you have either a small or a big win for us recently? Uh, yes, I would have to say that um, selling our first home and yes. Um, yes, signing and putting a deposit down on a design team for the new house. Um, so exciting! Those are two big wins for us. Like. We were we went out and celebrated out to dinner with the, my girls and my husband on Friday night and I mean I'm forty almost forty three years old my husband's forty five he's like I've never sold a home before that was our first that was our first home yeah it and feels so good doesn't it you're like wow this is a lot does. of money <laughs> it does and uh, and just to, to kickstart the process of building what you know will be our kind of forever dream home is super exciting so Aww, those those are huge wins yeah thank you yeah thank you. that's yeah. so fun and good luck with the renovation process. The good thing is you're not very busy, so you should have plenty of time to do to do all that, you know. Right? I know. We did. We know better. My husband and I were like, we need a design team who's going to do everything for us. And yes. we recognize we will have to pay a premium because we literally don't have the bandwidth for it. So it's yeah. fun. Oh, well, good luck with that. Well, thanks so much for coming <laughs> out. It was you. lovely to chat with you. And, uh, yeah, best of luck with everything moving forward. And try to take a break for yourself and maybe, ah, like, you know, that? delegate some of those tasks, girl. You got a lot going on. <laughs> I do. I really enjoy your podcast, ladies. I, it's it's um, to be able to relate to somebody in terms of like you know being pregnant on TV and then and then <laughs> and then parent you know and then and then pumping in live trucks and in like rooms in a studio and stuff like that. Like you just you it's a different kind of trenches that you've been in. So I appreciate what you do and I understand. Well, thank, thank you. you. Well, we hope you have a wonderful week. We'll see you next time. All right, sounds Bye. good. Thanks. Thanks for listening.